Let's revisit our favorite space wizards, the Jedi, in what I'm hoping is going to be the final edition of Why We Can't Have Nice Things Jedi, uh, and talk about the binary that the Jedi ascribe to and why it can never be balanced. Because it can't ever be balanced. And that's either intrinsic to the universe or not. And since everything in a galaxy far, far away depends on a certain point of view as to whether it's true or not, let's really dig into it on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And yeah, today we're going to be talking about the space wizards again and whether or not they're evil, because that was a big topic that I really took a lot of umbrage with. But don't worry, this isn't going to be like a Star Wars thing every week, because yes, Star Trek Picard's coming, and I'm pretty sure it's going to make this list... I'm hoping it doesn't, but we'll see. Until then. Let's do the Space Wizards again. (laughs) Sorry. I just... So many people did articles and videos and whatnot, and it just really got under my skin. And I promise I'm not... I'm done. This is the last time, hopefully, for a while, that we'll be talking about this. Well, before we do, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this podcast in the first place. I would like to say hello to our new listeners from Overcast. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're enjoying the show. (sighs) Binaries. See, I'm probably, in some ways, overqualified and maybe the wrong person to talk about binaries because as a non-binary person myself, that binaries are a thing that I have a problem with. They're, They're something that I have a real issue with. But especially when we have a binary between good and evil in the way that Star Wars puts it forward. Because their narrative is based around the idea that either... Well, let's just say the Chosen One, who for most of the series is assumed to be Anakin Skywalker, and I don't know, it turns out to be somebody, Ray, maybe? Maybe it was Anakin and his inspiration of Kylo Ren, who then as Ben Solo actually finishes what his grandfather started, which is kind of the storyline that he had going all along. I don't know. But anyway, the Chosen One is meant to bring balance to the Force. And the Force, as we've talked about before, has two sides, the light side and the dark side. The light side teaches you to heal people. It gives you meditation abilities. It gives you all kinds of contact with the universe. It lets you communicate over vast distances and sense what's going on in the universe. And the dark side turns you into Space Hitler and makes you want to build giant planet-destroying weapons that serve absolutely no purpose from a geopolitical standpoint or an imperial standpoint at all. And yeah, 
just makes you into space Nazis. So if this is the binary that is needing to find balance, it can't be balanced. There is no balance between these two ideas of altruistic helping of others and evil space Nazi who wants to destroy everything and have everything because greed, 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 mine, 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 everything. Like there, there's no, there's no squaring this circle, if you will. There's no middle ground between these that makes any sort of sense. I mean, you can't be a little bit space Nazi. You can't be a, just a little bit psychopathic murderer. You can't just, as long as you have just a little bit of, you know, occasionally rage killing people, then you're okay. And that's the problem with the basic binary that they've put forward is, at least in canon, I'm wanting to stick as much to the new canon as I can, because as we talked about in my The Jedi Teach Children episode, yes, in Legends, there were gray Jedi, there were people that had very different understandings of the Jedi, some of which sort of gets brought into canon with the idea of the living force and all that, but all of the all of the Legends lore that goes along with those terms is completely gone in the new canon. We don't really have the language and the the lore to justify that those things really exist within the new world that Disney is giving us. So, yeah, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Because what is the balancing point between these two ideas? See, if they were not as concerned as they've been with giant space weapons and evil empires and all of that, and the two sides of the force were more altruism and thinking of others on the one side and solipsism or being obsessed with yourself on the other side, then you can find balance because that is a binary that does exist in the real world. And it's something that does need to find some semblance of balance. If you think too much about yourself, you tend to become greedy and destructive and people don't want to be around you and it leads to self-isolation and whatnot. If you're too altruistic, people tend to take advantage of you. So you have to learn to find a balance between compassion and self-care. Because if you don't, you're just going to burn yourself out trying to help everyone. And as Joseph Campbell often said, the world is a mess. It has always been a mess. It will always be a mess. All you can do is take care of the little bit around you. So if that's the two sides of the force maybe we could find balance. And I feel like, and this isn't really going to be spoilers for The Rise of Skywalker, but I feel like I should just be a, a little warning here, just in case. But if we're to believe that by the end of The Rise of Skywalker, they have found some semblance of balance, then Rey has learned that she can use her righteous anger, but not for vengeance and not for attack. So, she can use her righteous anger to steal her own will, but not to lash out and attack others. And that may be the balance that they found. And this is the problem with any series that tackles a very deep core philosophical idea and doesn't actually build out that idea first and have a clear goal for where it's going. Because even 
if we throw out the sequel trilogy, killing the Emperor and bringing the Empire to its end and leaving Luke in the state that he was doesn't necessarily bring balance to the Force either. Okay, maybe Luke isn't super Mr. Goody Two-Shoes by the end of that movie, and so he's not completely on the light side. And yes, we saw him react in anger, and as Obi-Wan tells us, once you give in to the dark side forever, will it haunt your destiny? So, maybe the Force is balanced in Luke, but simply killing the Emperor and having Darth Vader die doesn't bring balance to the Force either. Because the image or the understanding that we have of the Force is limited. This problem is further compounded in the argument from Revenge of the Sith between Anakin and Obi-Wan, where Anakin says, if you're not with me, then you are my enemy. Which is a very important distinction that's different from if you're not with me, you're against me. If you're against me, you're just not working towards the same goals as I am. You're working for a different set of goals that may interfere with my own. If you're not with me, you are my enemy. Literally means, if you are not with me, then you are actively working against me to defeat me. To which Obi-Wan responds, only a Sith speaks in absolutes. Now, we could get pedantic and play with a... Oh, the vast amounts of sophistry that exists on the internet when talking about a phrase like this and go, well, Obi-Wan was using an absolutist phrase there, so they're both evil. Yay! But that's not really helpful, and it doesn't actually get to the core of this argument. If you're not with me, you're my enemy. If that is the way the Sith think, then maybe... The Jedi could think, and the middle way being, if you're not with me, you're against me? Or maybe if you're not with me, you're just not with me. But it leads to a lot of philosophical problems, because the way we see the dynamic set up between the light side and the dark side, the light side really has that same mentality. If you're not with me, you are against me. So does that mean both the light side and the dark side are evil? I, I don't believe that. I don't think that that's true, and I don't think that that works in a story like Star Wars, which is essentially a profound morality tale. At least it was supposed to be, and then they let J.J. Abrams do mystery boxes and other J.J. Abrams-y things with it, and that's a topic for a completely different podcast and one that I've already done. But what do we do with the Jedi binary, the light side and the dark side? Is there any hope of actually finding balance? I would like to put forward that neither the Jedi nor the Sith understand what the light side or the dark side actually are. And that is the core problem with the original movies. And that's the problem with the sequel series. And not the problem with the text itself, but the problem that's being faced there. And this is secretly, and I think so secretly, that maybe Ryan Johnson saw this as something that he wanted to tackle, because you see the interactions between Rey and Luke in The Last Jedi kind of hinting at this. 
but, you know, since we're bookended by J.J. Abrams, who obviously didn't give this much thought, it's hard to tell with how much, you know, any of this was actually intended. But my argument would be that neither one understands because both see the Force as a place to draw strength and not a place of wisdom, knowledge, or understanding. I would posit that the most accurate portrayal of balance that we see in all of the Star Wars movies, and, well, I'm not going to say all the movies because then I'd have to talk about Chirrut from Rogue One, and that's a much longer discussion that maybe we can have at another date if you want to have it, but I'm going to just limit this to the Skywalker saga and say that Obi-Wan is the paragon of balance. Why? If you listen to the way that Obi-Wan in the original series actually discusses the Force, it's different from the way Yoda does, the way Luke does, the way Anakin does. And actually, in the original trilogy, it's different than the way Obi-Wan did in the Clone Wars era. And even through the Clone Wars cartoon which I consider part of the Skywalker saga, since, you know, a lot of the episodes are about Anakin. So, what does that mean? This means, to me, that Obi-Wan, while he was on Tatooine, actually found balance in the Force. When Luke asks if the Force controls us, Obi-Wan says something very important here. Partially, but it also obeys your commands. And the balance that Obi-Wan is trying to strike here in Luke, in his instructions of Luke, is that you need to listen to what the Force is telling you to do, but also add your own voice in so that the Force does what needs to happen. Because the Force, while it may have a will of its own, and that is a whole discussion of the Living Force that the new canon does get rid of, but whether or not the Force has a will of its own, if it drives you towards certain actions, those actions must be mitigated by your own will. This is the secret to finding balance in the Force, and it's Obi-Wan who finds it. This is not the way of using the Force that Yoda teaches. A Jedi uses knowledge for a Jedi uses the Force for knowledge and defense, never for attack. This is what Yoda says. Now, while I'm not explicitly, explicitly arguing that Yoda did not find balance in the Force, Obi-Wan is the only one who speaks out in this way. So, if you actually pay attention to the philosophy of both the Jedi and the Sith, what you actually see in Obi-Wan's instructions in the first Star Wars, A New Hope, a Jedi listens to the Force and obeys its commands. The Sith tell the Force what it should do. Remember our wonderful line by Palpatine that gets echoed both in the prequel trilogy and in the sequel trilogy. The dark side is a path that leads to many abilities that some would call unnatural. How can they be unnatural if the Force is a natural thing in the universe? Because they are bending the Force to their own will. And this is the difference between the light side and the dark side. The light side listens to the Force and uses that knowledge, that wisdom, that 
intimate understanding of the universe that the Force is giving them to guide them and move them forward. Whereas, the dark side ignore that, presupposing their own goals and forcing their own will and intent onto the Force to achieve their own aims, the will of the Force be damned. And this is the difference between the two that we see Obi-Wan trying to teach Luke in A New Hope. This is the balance. The Force will partially tell you what to do, and it will obey your commands. And learning when to listen and when to talk, that is the balance that a Jedi needs to find in the Force. And this is why I have often said that the Rise of Skywalker may be secretly brilliant, and I'm not going to completely spoil the ending here for those who haven't seen it yet, but the way Rey defeats the Emperor at the end of the Rise of Skywalker is Rey exhibiting this balance that Obi-Wan tried to teach Luke, that Luke eventually sees and participates in himself in The Last Jedi, and that Rey uses to defeat Palpatine and bring balance to the Force. She knows when to listen to the will of the Force and when to command it to do what it needs to do, and finds that balance within herself and thus finally brings balance to the Force. Because it's not all about listening and it's not all about commanding. Because this is where the Jedi lost their way. They became no better than the Sith. When you look at the Clone Wars period, they were telling the Force what to do. They weren't listening. When you actually watch the Clone Wars, and I'm talking about the animated series now, one of the few... A couple... Okay, we see Kit Fisto actually listening to the will of the Force from time to time. We see Plo Koon periodically doing that, and we see Yoda periodically doing that. Every other Jedi that we meet is either rigidly and dogmatically following what they believe is their interpretation of the Jedi Code, or imposing their will on the Force. They're not taking this dynamic approach to life where they're listening to the will of the Force and where it's guiding them, and putting their own voice in where necessary. And that is the real key to balance, and that's the real key to everything in Star Wars. Because this is why the dark side gives us space Nazis. Because once you have realized that you can use this power to make all of your wildest dreams come true, no matter how wild and weird they are, that power creep takes over. And once you've allowed yourself no longer to listen to the voice of the Force, to listen to the will of the Force, the wisdom, the compassion, and the understanding that's there from this energy field that is created by all life and that sustains all life, then you're able to bury yourself deeper and deeper into your own goals, ambitions, and completely black out the needs of others. Which is why exclusively following the dark side leads to Kylo Ren 
to Anakin becoming Darth Vader, and to the Emperor. While on the light side, if you follow it too rigidly, you become the Jedi that caused the Empire to come into being. It was Mace Windu, Adi, um, Adi Galea, um, and Kay Monday who argued, even with Yoda, Yoda consented, though he saw that it was a potential dark path for them to go on, and pointed it out at the time, that rigidly trying to follow the Jedi Code and imposing it on others was darkness. And there we are. And that's, that's the secret. And that's what never gets explicitly said in the text, and why people don't understand what the balance is in the Force. And I think we have it. I, th I think we've under uncovered it. What do you think? I would love to hear your opinions on this. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean. You can either comment on this episode or bring up any other topic that you'd like to hear discussed on the show. I would love to hear from you. And you can also hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I am C.E. Dorset on both. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. I'm really excited about this idea. I think that we may have cracked it. I think this may be the secret, the skeleton key to un unlocking all of the Skywalker saga. And I would really love to hear your thoughts on that. If you've got any money you can pass my way, I've awkward transitions, I hate doing this part, but if you got a buck you can pass my way, it really does help out a lot. In those self-same show notes, you'll find a link to both the listener support and my Patreon. Anything you can do really does help out more than you understand. If you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly alright. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast or anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out a lot as well. Thank you to everybody who just for everything that you do. You guys are an awesome audience and I love you so much. Alrighty. Um, I've got some things that I'm working on that I'm going to be talking about on the Fiction Friday episode this week. I've got a lot of topics kind of in the hopper, but I really do. I am so happy with everything that's going on right now, and I can't wait to talk to you about some of those things. But until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye. <laughs>